Hi everyone, welcome back to Young and Wifed Up. This is Marcella. And I'm Gabby. And thanks for joining us this week for another episode. If you've missed out on any past episodes, head to youngandwifedup.com, as well as looking at any resources that we have for today. Also, be sure to check out our Facebook group community at Young and Wifed Up. I almost said youngandwifedup.com. <laughs> I nope. do that, that almost every time. <laughs> um, but right now we're doing a really fun six-week spring cleaning challenge where you actually get to be entered in a raffle to win a prize. So why don't you tell them about that? Yeah. So every week we've been doing a spring cleaning challenge and we have two more weeks, week five and six. And it's not too late. If you haven't done it yet, you can still join our two weeks left of our challenge. And every time that you participate in the challenge, you get put into a $25 Earth Hero gift card raffle. So the more you participate, the greater your chances are of winning that gift card. So head to our Facebook group so that you can join in. I will admit, I have not done a single challenge. What is wrong with you? Well, some of the things I like already did really recently. So then <laughs> okay. like the before and afters wouldn't be that impressive. And then other ones, I'm just like, I just, I just haven't gone around to it. Yeah. Like, I've, been a little I've successfully done each one. Wow. Nice. Yeah. But, and I keep saying like, oh, I'll do it on a Thursday. But then I end up pushing it until Saturday, like the last day to be able to participate. <laughs> For the week. Yeah. But last week was a closet clean out. And on Saturday, both Ryan and I cleaned out all of our drawers, all of our closets. And we're giving away four bags of clothes, like big bags of clothes. Good. So it feels nice. very satisfying. Oh, yes. So it's definitely worth it to join the challenge because it's usually those things that you've been like kind of putting off and procrastinating and then having a little money incentive mm. always helps. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> cool. So what have you been up to? We haven't recorded in a few weeks, right? Yeah, we were um, a little under the weather yes. last week. So we both sounded pretty awful and figured it, it, wouldn't, like this. It, it wouldn't make for a good good podcast yeah. voices so honestly i still feel like we both sound a yeah little bit i nasally sound, still. I still sound a little nasally but a little congested the worst of it is over and don't worry it wasn't covid we just had like oh definitely a, we not. had a head cold and yeah. we took care of it <laughs> but um yeah so other than going Being through sick. that what else have you been up to um well you and i just went to zumba last night for the first time in who knows how long you know, i literally haven't been in like probably more than a month okay mine was definitely more recent than that but what i'll do is i'll be sick or i'll be like suffering with like PCOS pain and then it'll be like three weeks and then I'll go back and be like, I'm back guys. And they're like, oh yay, welcome back. And then I disappear for three more weeks because something else happens. <laughs> so we went last night and like 80% of the songs we had were no new idea. and I, we were freaking struggling. And there's this, okay, up. there's this lady that stands, we usually stand like in the same spot. Oh yeah. Everybody has the their room. spot. Yeah. Everybody like has their little place that they, they always take every, every class. Yeah. And there's this lady that we've kind of like become friends with. Um, yeah. She's really cute. Yeah. And she always and stands like in the front. She's, she's always in. in the front. Yeah. I think she's a friend of the teachers is probably yeah. why. So Anyway, she like kept looking back at us. She's like, "Welcome back, y'all." Because like, you could tell we were struggling. <laughs> she and was like, sucked. "Don't you know this one? Oh, I haven't been here in like weeks." So I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> it was it's so, so funny. Bad. Like I always stand in the front because I cannot see, and I'm always like struggling oh, so much. But yeah, there yeah, wasn't yeah. room last night for me to stand in the front because we kind of slept in a little bit late, and so I was stuck in the back behind this guy that was dancing so wildly that I just like <laughs> could not figure out if like what he was doing was correct or like anything so like if you're standing in the back you kind of have to rely on the people in front of you to figure yeah, out yeah what totally. the are. so i'm like i'm not doing what he's doing so whatever's happening i'm not really sure so i tried to watch you but you're trying to watch <laughs> people in front of you and it's just like such a nightmare <clears throat> so hopefully we'll get back into the swing of it yeah i am a little sore this morning yeah but- me too not yeah. too bad. I thought I actually thought I was going to do a lot worse. Me too. Yeah, I think we, cu- but we it kept wasn't up pretty bad. good. I didn't lose my breath or anything like I thought I would. Yeah. So yeah. and I'm kind of glad we slipped in a little late, so we weren't right up front because then nobody could really tell except for our little friend to the front that yeah. we were <laughs> screwing up so much. She was being really funny about it. Though. Yeah. No, was she was. Laugh. No, she was being sweet about it because she's probably like, "Where y'all been?" Yeah. <laughs> we're like, "Sorry." Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway. What about you? Besides Zumba, um, and stuff? besides Zumba, and besides getting a little sick, um, honestly, 
it's just been kind of chill at the apartment. Um, we've been playing Fortnite all the time. I mean, nothing's really changed in the past couple weeks. <laughs> but honestly, like, I'm going to say it. I've said it before. I'm saying it again. Like, because I've been playing Fortnite, I've been more productive than I've ever been in my whole life. Because what I'll do, because I'm a child. I'm like a 12-year-old child. Oh, it's, like, is it like your it's reward, like reward system? system. Mm-hmm. So, like... I'll literally like get a bunch of stuff done and then like reward myself with a game of Fortnite. And usually a game of Fortnite only lasts like 20 to 25 minutes. So it's a perfect little break. And then I get right back to it. And then I'm just like going back and forth between playing a game and then getting stuff done. I will say I actually, right before we started recording, I just got our switch in. I caved and decided to buy I'm one. I'm so happy. So welcome to Ryan, the family. Like I was like trying to get stuff set up like right before we started recording and they were like, okay, it's getting late. We have to start. So now Ryan's like trying to work on it for me. Trying to Thank get it you, set Ryan. up. Any progress? Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, he's probably suffering right now. <laughs> but yeah, no, it'll be really fun to have you playing. And if, if any of our listen, listeners plays any games on the Switch, like let us know what you're playing. Oh yeah, totally. Like I have this one girlfriend that she'll text me all the time like, hey, I'm playing this game. It's super bond. I'm like, okay, it's on my wish list now. Like we'll tell each other, like we'll DM each other. But like, I want to know what y'all pl- are playing, you know? Anyway, so that's basically what's been new. Um, It's been pretty chill and I don't know, it's been chill, but it's been busy. Like we've had a lot going on, but mm. nothing like, too notable if that makes sense yeah but i'm happy to get back into recording and kind of in a more normal schedule um so why don't we get into our topic we can take a quick break yep sounds sounds good marcella guess what what last night i made our dinner entirely out of incredible food that could have been thrown out as waste and headed to the landfill no way how imperfect foods Imperfect Foods is a weekly grocery delivery service on a mission to build a better, less wasteful food system. They offer a full lineup of sustainable, affordable groceries that make the weekly tour of grocery shopping an effortless and delightful experience. Imperfect Foods partners with food suppliers, farmers, and small businesses to ensure that delicious food goes into our pantries and instead of the landfill. I feel like you started that sentence really weird. I did. Anyway, you guys have got to try it. Get $20 off your first Imperfect Foods delivery by using our link at youngandwifedup.com. Get it. Okay, so this week we're going to be talking about the difference between being a housekeeper of your home or a homemaker in your home. So what prompted this um, topic and this conversation? Probably uh, multiple things for me. Um, I've been seeing kind of this conversation being talked about in different Facebook groups that I'm in or different homemaking circles that I'm a part of. Just the idea that um, trying to refocus from doing um, the from the duties of the home to the needs of your family, I guess you could say. And I think having this perspective has honestly changed how I view being a um, like I'm mostly at home. Um, I would say I'm I'm home part time, but I try to be a hundred percent home focused, even when I'm at work. Um, And so being a home focused person, I feel like this has kind of motivated me to change my perspective um, from doing just the duties of the home. And um, because that can be, it can be very tempting to just burn out in those situations. So um, do you have anything to say about that before, you know, what kind of prompted this topic before we start? Um, I kind of agree with the whole you've been seeing a lot like on Facebook groups and stuff of of people kind of struggling with like I'm doing it seems like I'm doing all of the right things mm-hmm. in my house like yeah. to keep my house clean family fed everything I'm doing everything that I need to but I feel like my relationships are strained yeah. or um I'm not really satisfied my, with my work and that sort of thing so I feel like this will probably the episode will probably cover yeah address those issues yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i would say um to evaluate yourself um as a woman um if you are a home-based or home-focused person do you consider yourself a housekeeper or a homemaker and i feel like everybody would answer that with oh well i'm a homemaker like nobody's gonna straight up say like 
I'm a housekeeper. You know what I mean? Like, but like, are we practically doing things as a homemaker or are we practically doing things as a housekeeper? Does that make sense? Yeah. So we're going to talk about what the differences are really quick and what we believe that we should be pursuing so that we can be fruitful um, with our family and with our home, because we still believe that the duties of the home are necessary and good. Um, So I was reading a few blogs this week just to try to get some inspirations from some women that are older and wiser than me. (laughs) So I found this one blog that I really enjoyed kind of looking through and reading. um, And it's called the Homemade Lovely blog. And you could already tell like, just the just the title of her blog just really sparked my attention. um, Because focusing on the home being lovely and not just clean and sterile, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So she has this quote from one of her um, articles, and I'll link that article if you want to check it out. Um, The quote is, a housekeeper's title focuses on the keeping of the house tidy. A homemaker, on the other hand, goes beyond those duties and focuses on creating a home and taking care of the people within the house. So the idea behind this concept um, is that, you're you are more people focused than house focused like the actual building yeah, of your the, house your physical home yeah um and i think that when we are taking care of the people in our home the house comes with it you know what i mean like it you you can't have one without the other so i feel like um if you are taking care of the needs of your family and that includes yourself <laughs> because you are part of the family yeah that the home will naturally like also align. With yeah, we'll also be for. taken care of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but that's that that doesn't necessarily go vice versa. No. So if you're taking just because you're taking care of your physical house doesn't always mean you're taking care of the people inside exactly. of it. Exactly. But like you were saying, it kind of goes hand in hand. If you are naturally taking care of the people within your home, that probably mm-hmm. means you're also taking care of things in your physical house Yes, as well. So first we're going to focus kind of negatively on um, being too housekeeping focused, and then we'll move into positively um, why what we should be pursuing instead. So Marcella, how can focusing on housekeeping alone burden us as wives and mothers? Well, if you have ever struggled with um, being on a very strict cleaning schedule, you have no time for anything else. Your only focus is to keep everything super tidy, neat, and like you said, sterile, essentially. It can cause a lot of stress. I know it has for me in the past. (laughs) And along with that stress, I feel like it can also like create temptation for bad attitudes mm. and also being easily angered, especially when it's kind of, I, I can understand the frustration when you spend so much time cleaning a certain area of the house or whatever, like the kitchen, for instance. Yeah. And then your husband comes home <laughs> and decides it. he wants to make a snack for himself <laughs> and the counters are disgusting again. <laughs> Everything is sticky. Yeah. And you're like, are you serious? I just spent all day like scrubbing Mm -hmm. the kitchen down and we've all been there honey oh yes (laughs) many times and it doesn't mean that like we just like ignore like things like that like i do think that there has to be consideration we should obviously be communicating like these things are maybe like could we be a little bit more mindful of like you know i just cleaned and maybe just clean after yourself you know if you see that i've cleaned but i think what the point that you're trying to make is that if you are so like consumed, consumed yeah. by having a perfect home that 24/7 that you can just start snapping at your husband and children yeah, because you won't like, let let people live yes <laughs> live in live in their home and i'm i'm to- i've totally been guilty of this like how dare you like disrupt the pillows on the couch that yeah. I perfectly like because I was sitting how there how dare you use the toilet you know, that I just cleaned like, and it just when you if I think about it a little hard I'm like oh gosh that's really bad like, yeah, why? yeah yeah and I feel like one day okay I'm gonna just be real and vulnerable guys okay so the other day um Ryan had broken um our coffee ground holder and it was this really nice ceramic thing and i didn't freak out about it like i was just like okay like you know it happens it was a total accident accident 
And then I ordered like this really nice, like kind of on the pricier side, new one from Amazon because I wanted something a little sturdier, bulkier, can maybe hold more grounds. And and so I was so excited for it to come in. And then I literally popped off on him because he was like getting it out of the car and was not like handling it with care. And like it kind of like slipped out of his hand, but he didn't even drop it. It was just like an almost dropping it situation. And I just like, the demon of <laughs> came over me <laughs> in a non-literal sense okay but like i legit was like how dare you <laughs> like not handled it and he was like i didn't know it was in here i'm so sorry and i was just like no <laughs> and i was, it was just so and it was so bad it literally ruined our whole night like oh man it ruined our whole night and then as we were sitting there eating dinner and we're still not talking to each other because i just had literally lost my mind on him <laughs> i was sitting here and here's my beautiful ceramic you know coffee holder sitting on my table and i'm staring at it and i'm like am i really putting this above my relationship yeah, was with it, my was husband was it worth it <laughs> and it i felt so stupid and just humbled like am i really putting this object above me honoring and respecting my husband who did not know that this was in his hands and he didn't even drop it yeah there was no real damage there was done no anyway. damage no, none <laughs> not nothing literally nothing <laughs> wrong happened and so it's like that's kind of an example <laughs> and don't no, that's, a, we that's a really good example i came to him later i i think i waited too long because i was like I was holding on to it like an idol for like so long, for like hours. And then I felt really dumb. And then I even told him like I was staring at it while we were eating dinner and not speaking to each other. And I'm just like, how dare I yeah. like feel this way? But, yeah. you know, those temptations are real, man. And and yes, I chose the wrong choice. But like what I could have done has been like, oh, honey, like there's something breakable in there. And he could have like, been like, be oh, careful. sorry, like I didn't know. And I would and then just be like, OK. That literally could have been it. <laughs> and then your night wouldn't have been ruined. Nope. But instead, I choose violence. <laughs> I woke, woke up, up and, and chose, chose violence. violence. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so um, another point that I guess we, we want to make. Um, why don't you read uh, point number three? Because I think this is a really good one. Okay, yeah. So one thing that I struggled with when Jed and I first got married is i took the total burden of the housekeeping all onto my shoulders i even jed jed would even offer to help me and be like no 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 like it's it's my this is my thing like i need to do this myself <laughs> it's kind of a control thing but then also you just feel like well you know i'm home anyway yeah he's like going I, to work. I, I need yeah. to do everything myself now i realize like if if you alone are carrying the load of housekeeping, you be you can become very resentful towards your husband or children if they are not helping you out mm -hmm. or because it's all you are doing with your time. Yeah. And so then it kind of becomes like an idol, which we'll kind of totally. talk about a little bit later. But um, yeah, because even if they're offering offering to help and you're not accepting it. And then you're just, you're kind of angry because they're not helping out, <laughs> even though you're the one that said, don't help me out. Um, yep. Probably not a good idea. So uh, allow, like allowing Jed to take care of things. And I, I would even tell myself, I, and I still have to tell myself to this day, like I can't, especially when it comes to our spouses, with our children, it's a little bit different. We obviously yeah. have to choose age appropriate. Right. Chores yeah, we'll for them to do. That, yeah. yeah. Like Seth, for instance, right now, I can't expect him <laughs> to like know exactly when I want him to clean up things. Although we uh, we clean up toys mm -hmm. before his nap. Mm -hmm. He's really good at putting things away. He also helps me with the laundry. So, so he'll stand in front of the dryer and I'll hand him clothes, the wet clothes, and he puts them in the dryer. Then he helps me put the the little dryer balls in the dryer. And he's always <laughs> so excited to push the button. So I let him push the button. Anyway, you can start them young. And he'll sweep the floor for me, even though it does nothing. <laughs> he's sweeping <laughs> he's it trying. around. He's trying. He's not cleaning. He's sweeping, he's doing sweeping it around. Anyway, yeah. but with our spouses, I feel like I was at a point where I was almost coddling Jed to hmm. a point. Where I was like, no, don't do anything. Like almost like I was his servant. 
like in a bad way like in a negative way Mm -hmm. and then but i was like you know what he is more than capable of doing x y and z and so deciding to split up household chores and obviously i take on more of the load because i'm home more often which is just natural Mm -hmm. but there are things like you know taking out the trash he takes care of the trash cans you know on trash day or whatever he takes care of filling up the cars getting the cars washed it just and even sometimes there are days where the stuff that i normally do and he sees i'm having a i'm having a rough day like Mm -hmm. i'm having a rough time and he can take on a little bit more of that burden and he says let me do this and i have to say okay yeah okay you do it (laughs) and you know what it works out for everybody in the end because jed feels like a hero for helping me yeah and i get to rest a little bit more (laughs) so it's a win-win no yeah as opposed to doing literally everything by myself all the time you will totally reach burnout and then that'll lead to Mm -hmm. resentment and then being angry and then you're not communicating properly anyway no i totally agree yeah um i think as a newly married woman i was searching blogs pinterest like trying to find what the heck am i supposed to do with my time and not that i didn't have things to do because i was working um but just like i felt so pressured that i need to fill every second of my day with like household work when i was home because i was being a housekeeper Mm -hmm. and not being a homemaker I found these overwhelming lists and schedules that were just, I literally, I'm not kidding. There's a blog that I'm not going to say which one, but there's a blog that literally said a hundred things you can do each day as a homemaker. And I latched onto that. I printed these cute little schedules for myself, these huge long lists. And I was so unhappy, but my house was perfect. <clears throat> yeah. My floors were perfect. Yeah. My bathroom was sparkling clean, but I literally like had this standard on myself that was like so impossible to keep up. And then that's when the stuff like l- the temptation for having a bad attitude yeah. and lashing out against my husband for literally just living in his apartment. Yeah. Or even just like me as somebody that ha- struggles with chronic pain. Like, I'm literally adding, like, causing more inflammation in my body. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I you mean? You are like, just physically hurting yourself I'm like at physically this point. hurting myself because <laughs> right. I'm not allowing my body to take the rest when it needs to. And, like, yeah. listening to my body, like, okay, I need to take breaks and da-da-da-da. Like, it's, it's so, so hard. And so, I feel like when we see those things, or even if we ask for advice and people give us their cleaning schedule, we should always take things... With a grain of salt. With a grain of salt. And be like, let me try implementing part of these things. And if it doesn't work for me, then it doesn't work for me. I don't think that there's this like hierarchy of morality of like, oh, your your house is has to have X, Y, and Z. Yeah. It's not a one size fits all situation. You are more of a Christian if your house is sterile, or you're more of a Christian if you're cleaning all day long when you are home, if you if you work during the day. Or if you or if you're like homeschooling and then when you're not homeschooling, you're cleaning and trying to catch up and like there's absolutely no time to do anything else. So it's like those sort of things, I feel like we need to not lower our standards because I still think that we should have high standards for ourselves that we want to be um, good stewards of what we've been given, right? But not put this impossible standard just because somebody works for somebody else. Yeah. Like I know women that have multiple children that just get so much joy out of cleaning their home almost every day in like big quantities. Mm. And it's like, that is how they choose you know, to manage their time. They love it. They are joyful in it. Their kids help. Their husband helps. That is so awesome. It does not mean that it has to happen for you. Yes. Because everybody has been given their lot. Like God has given us all, like every person, okay, every single one of us as women or um, wives, mothers have been given um, an amount, you know, that God has asked us to steward. Like for me, I have not been given children right now, but the Lord has given me uh, a successful uh, a small business and the Lord has given me my home and my husband and the Lord has given me 
on a kind of a more like sad side, he has given me an illness that I have to deal with. So what am I doing stewarding that? You know Mm, what I mean? But then like there's another woman and I can't look at myself and then look at another woman that has three kids and doesn't work at all. And she has all this time. And then I'm like comparing like, oh, well, you're not as tired. Like there's no way I'm as tired as you are and you're still cleaning. You know Mm. what I mean? I can't just like put myself in her position and say like, well, if she's doing it and she has three kids and like she doesn't even work and like all this stuff and like, oh my gosh, I wish I could be doing that. Like I cannot put myself in her shoes because she has been given her lot and like God has given us each the things that we need for life and godliness that includes hardships. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I can't compare myself and put that person's standard on me. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And I feel like there are so many different facets to why people choose to do things on a daily, weekly, whatever they choose to add to their routine. Again, you have to customize it to the needs of your your family and your family alone mm-hmm. not to the people across the street not to the, <laughs> not to your friends at church yeah like to Ooh, your family and totally, that's it totally so i think that kind of goes hand in hand with what you're saying and also another side to what you're talking about is that housekeeping can totally become an idol mm-hmm. um if we put a clean and orderly home over our spiritual well-being in our relationship again like we were talking about with our husband and children you're lashing out at people whatever it may be then we can have it i mean that's really backwards like that's it is backwards. that's a yeah. twisted way of doing things mm-hmm. and uh, depending on what your priorities are if you feel like all of your time energy and effort is being put into the state of your home and then your husband and children are suffering because of it then yeah. you definitely need or to. you have not looked at your bible in weeks yes <laughs> the state of your spiritual well-being you know? also yeah like oh but my bathroom is clean but like my soul is rotten <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean that's probably not a very good trade-off in the long in the long run no <laughs> it is not and even like and we can all be guilty of this like and it's like if i think about it too hard i'm like oh goodness like i spent an hour and a half making this beautiful dinner but like did I spend any time in the word today Ooh. when I could have just served my my husband and I like a frozen meal and yeah. that would have taken like a third of the time and yeah. then also had time to be in my word. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like so- it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. We do have an episode about spiritual disciplines where we kind of talk yes. about how we approach that sort of thing, reading the Bible, prayer life, devotions, mm-hmm. um community with your faith that sort of thing um and again that is also very catered towards what your needs are certain stages of life just require different things so um but yeah that's a that's kind of another thing to really think about if it's becoming an idol in your life i agree so does this mean that you and i don't even care about housekeeping I, I care about housekeeping a lot. Me too. It's necessary. <laughs> yeah. Like, we believe it's necessary. Like, absolutely, there are many parts of housekeeping that are absolutely necessary to maintain a home. We are not saying that you should neglect your household duties and sit on your butt all day and do nothing. Like, we are saying that there's a better and more sustainable way to be fruitful in your home. Like, it doesn't have to be, <clears throat> like, two, the two extremes. We can yeah. have some balance, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um. So, yes, Marcella and I, every single day, for long periods of time sometimes, are doing the household duties. We are Mm -hmm. doing the cleaning. We're doing the cooking. We're doing the laundry. We are, like, Marcella's taking care of her child, you know? Like, we are still doing housekeeping things. Yeah. But we believe that we should um, put housekeeping in its place so we can focus on being homemaking instead. So why don't we talk positively about homemaking and why we want to be more homemaking focused than housekeeping focused. So Marcella, do you want to start? Yeah. So if you, if you don't know the difference very well between housekeeping and homemaking, homemaking is essentially being more focused on the needs of your family than the cleanliness of your home. Mm -hmm. And homemaking is deciding what is necessary for the day ahead and then trusting the Lord with the rest. Amen. So do you want to kind of expand on that? Yeah. So we can definitely sympathize with the struggle to set the, the, the things that may not necessarily be urgent and priority for today and setting it aside and living in peace for the rest of the day. So it's not that, you know, oh, well, just don't worry about it. 
okay. <laughs> like, you know, it's like a little bit more complicated than that. Co- <laughs> it's going to be a practice, yeah. like practicing to get the necessary things done, mm-hmm. you know, and then trusting the Lord with the rest of the things that you didn't get done that day yeah. and, uh, and living in peace and um, loving on the people in your home for the rest of the time and also taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, so we need to understand too, um, Marcel brought this point up when we were um, making our outline today, this last week, we need to understand that there aren't moral obligations tied to having a clean home, even if you are raised that way and that's what you're accustomed to. So what I mean by that is like, we kind of alluded to it before. There's no hierarchy, there's no hierarchy of spirituality tied to how perfect your home is. Yeah. You know, and I feel like there are some circles that do glorify the housekeeping side of things. Um, even in Christian circles, mm-hmm. um, maybe mostly, mostly. <laughs> maybe mostly, maybe predominantly, yeah, <laughs> if we're going to be honest. And so I feel like that burden can really weigh heavy on us that uh, like I'm not being a godly woman or a godly wife if my house is not immaculate, is not mm-hmm. immaculate. I'm not cooking like every single night and all that stuff. And if I'm feeding my child chicken nuggets, you <laughs> know, like yeah. those sort of things, mm-hmm. you know, can really weigh heavily on a woman. Um, and we want you to know that there is nothing in scripture. <laughs> if you find one, hit me up. Yeah, <laughs> There is nothing in scripture that says like, here's the list of things that are um, necessary for practice. Like, here are the things necessary that you have to do all day, every day for you to be a godly um, homemaker. Yeah. There are principles. Absolutely. There is wisdom and prudence and looking at your situation, looking at your home again, looking at your lot that God has given you and stewarding it well. But there is no like hierarchy of spirituality that I'm going to attain a higher spirituality if my house is more orderly. Mm hmm. That has nothing. There's no correlation. Yeah. There are correlations, though, to um, slothfulness and laziness. I think if any book speaks to it, like all the time, is Proverbs. There are so many Proverbs that are like, there's what. Ryan, what is mm -hmm. that one proverb that you always say is like one of your favorite ones um, about laziness in the Proverbs? Oh, a little folding of the hands. A little sleep, a little slumber. A little slumber. Mm-hmm. And poverty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so essentially there's a proverb that Ryan always says is really convicting for him in his work, you know, as somebody that, you know, works full time, is that like idleness can lead to poverty, not just like in monetary form, but spiritually, you know, and in our hearts. So if you struggle with slothfulness or laziness, um, when it comes to, you know, keeping your home, we encourage you to focus on one area of your home that you can work on and practice being consistent with that one thing until it's second nature. Don't overwhelm with yourself with, yeah, don't go on binge cleaning. No, no, no. Yeah. That's you not sustainable. Sustain that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not sustainable. It's not, if you're consistent with one thing until it's now natural for you, and then focus on another thing, you know, mm-hmm. after that, then I think that can be a really um, helpful way to get out of laziness. Because I do know that there are some women that struggle with that. And yes, just like any other temptation, like it, there's a temptation to overclean and then there's a temptation to, to not, not clean at to all, to not do yeah. anything, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like if you do struggle with that, even though we're not focusing too much on that particular area, I do want to address it, you know, that you are, you do exist. Don't worry. <laughs> like you're not the only person that struggles with that. If, if you're listening and you're like, man, like I only really focus with having motivation. And I feel like if you focus on homemaking and not just focusing on chores, it can really be helpful for somebody that um, lacks motivation or mm-hmm. struggles with laziness. Yeah. Because it's not just a list of chores that you have to get done. Yeah. It's, there's making things beautiful and lovely. And uh, we when we do a book club, after we're done with the one book we want to do, I really want to do Even Exile by oh, Rebecca yes. Merkel. Because she I has a section in her book that just was fire. Just talking about 
making your home lovely. It just, oh, it was so inspiring to me. And it's like, there wasn't this list of chores. It was like, we make, like, we, God made women beautiful and to beautify things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he gave us this role that, like, if the, if, you know, cause there are some women that do work, but like if, if your husband is working or if you're working and you are deciding what to do with that money, you turn that money into meals. You turn that money into like Decorating a beautiful home, home yeah. into like homeschooling your children, into dressing your children. And just, it's just so cool. Like changing your perspective and into making your life beautiful and not just like checking the boxes mm. of things we need to do yeah anyway totally. that's kind of like a that is really track. inspiring yeah um but yeah i really want to have us read that book together um okay um uh, marcella can you go into maybe the practical ways that we can focus on homemaking instead of housekeeping yeah i feel like this ties into like what you're talking about each of us has been given something and it's what we decide to do with it and mm-hmm. that may mean something very different for different people. So what we like to do is search for inspiration to see what kind of tasks, um, recipes, activities motivate you to make your home lovely and joyful. So for example, if you enjoy time in the kitchen, then focus on making cooking more of an art form for you. Like make it more Mm -hmm. of a hobby. Like for me, I really enjoy baking. So I'm always, I haven't been able to have a lot of time recently, mostly because if I'm just stepping foot in the kitchen, Seth wants something. <laughs> He's like, please, please. He's like asking please, and he doesn't even know what he wants. He's um, like, just please, any food. Just any anything, food at all. Anything at all. Take anything. <laughs> um, I feed my child. Mind you, he's not starving. <laughs> he's just a garbage he loves, disposal. He loves food. He's his father's son for sure. Yeah. Um. So I really like baking on my free time when I get the chance to. I think also because I have a sweet tooth and my husband does also. So I like to bless him with goodies that he can snack on like throughout the week and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then like for you, you focus on sustainability and low waste, and that's probably kept you pretty motivated as a homemaker. That single-handedly took me out of a rut as a Mm. homemaker, because even though like I had already kind of changed my focus of, you know, trying not to be burdened by all the housework and making it an idol, I still didn't find my inspiration until I started looking into the low waste, zero waste community and ideas. And just taking that on as as a homemaker. And then also I have like my low waste homemaker Instagram that kind of motivates me to keep, you know, I have people that right. are kind of looking to see what am I doing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so that really inspires me and motivates me. And that really took me out of a rut, like learning how to make my own cleaning products, le- learning how to um, lower our waste and our garbage in our home. Like, oh, it literally took so much inspiration out of me and just fleshed it out into my home. And even Ryan was able to see a shift in me. And he was, and he makes, um, he really blesses me because he always tells me like, thank you for making our home so beautiful and lovely. And thank you for making it, you know, thank you for being mindful of these things. So whatever it is for you, you know, and sometimes we don't know until it kind of falls into our lap and we're like, (laughs) yeah, because for me, I literally watched one YouTube video of this mother that had all these beautiful children and she was living a low waste lifestyle and showing it practical. And it wasn't like the super unattainable, like all your, all your trash is in a mason jar. What's the YouTube? Um, oh, I cannot remember. If I remember, I'll link it. I cannot remember her name. Oh, I'm so sorry. If I remember, I will link it. But um, that video that I watched of her doing it so easy and so attainable and just being this normal person that actually generates some trash, but, you know, isn't as trashy as like a normal person. Mm. It really just it took that one video to like totally change my whole life and perspective and then pretty cool inspire me as a homemaker to focus on that and so whatever that is for you sometimes that means that we like are searching like actively searching for inspiration yes try different things Yeah. yeah and like if if making clothes and sewing for your family is what brings you joy and makes your home lovely and blesses your family 
then do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like everybody has their skills and talents and inspiration. And if we are using that to bless our home and spending more time doing that than scrubbing our toilets, then. Although if cleaning ends up being your thing, hey yo, then that's your thing. That's true. Like, I, I feel like if I were to compare the two, baking would be more like my thing than like cleaning. Like I don't really, f- I don't really take a lot of pleasure into cleaning it's pretty satisfying <laughs> yeah. like oh when yeah you're done totally with it. satisfying yeah. but there are people who just genuinely really enjoy like actually yeah cleaning. i have a, i have a friend that so lo- that might like, be i think thing. i was just saying earlier that i have a friend that oh yeah yeah she mm-hmm. loves cleaning every day like large amounts of cleaning and i'm that's so cool for you i wish that that was me because <laughs> my house would be super clean all the time yeah but yeah everybody has their thing you, you know? know another thing i wanted to mention that i don't think we we talked about this when we were putting our notes together even taking those talents outside of your home Mm -hmm. and being able to bless other people in your community with those things like if i'm baking or if even if you end up baking something you're usually sharing it with us with the whole family or uh, yeah Yeah. like sharing it with a bunch of people (laughs) our neighbors i'm just like make a ton of it even if like you have somebody a friend coming to help clean with cleaning your place because maybe you're low on time or whatever you have the funds maybe you know somebody's looking to make some extra cash maybe cleaning is their thing have them come and help you out (laughs) if you genuinely enjoy it or organizing yeah if people really love organizing cooking whatever it is like being able to extend those talents out outside of the four walls of your home is absolutely is really key too so and make not hoarding it for yourself making that talent like profitable for your home oh yeah so industrious like that is the proverbs 31 woman like she was so industrious Mm -hmm. she had all these beautiful talents and she profited like hard money like actual money for Mm -hmm. her house yeah and that doesn't mean that everybody has to do that but it just means like that is so cool if you have the time and the talents and the bill and ability that is a way that you can be home focused but also be blessing your home with you know profits with real money yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, so totally okay cool another big point i kind of want to make um and that we can do practically to be a homemaking focused person is to choose your hard and this is what i mean if we need to think about the hard things that we have to get through in that day and it doesn't mean like get through like negatively like oh like i hate this just things you know? that may take up more energy yeah. or time yeah, yeah. And then we shouldn't if we choose our hard for that day you know like okay for example for myself fridays i work from 9 a.m to 5 30 p.m it is a long day and then on my lunch break i'm watching seth so that mm-hmm. you can work <laughs> yeah and so that day there is no cleaning happening. In fact, there's no cooking happening. So when I get home, <laughs> we are usually ordering in dinner mm-hmm. on Friday nights. But the rest of the week, I'm making conscious note to be cooking most of our meals so that we have the funds to eat yeah, out yeah, on Friday okay. night. So in that instance, I'm choosing my hard. My hard is for that Friday, every Friday, my hard is I have to go to work the whole day. So I'm not going to go home and burden myself with another hard. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it doesn't mean like, and it doesn't mean that, you know, there aren't some Fridays that I do have more energy. So maybe I'll cook, you know what I mean? And I'll take that, that take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of, do you have maybe an example that you can share of choosing your hard for the day? Um, yeah, usually I have the same hard every day. (laughs) (laughs) Which consists of your child taking care of my son. <laughs> but one there are I we kind of talked about this in a Facebook thread mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. Um there was somebody posting about, you know, I need a new cleaning schedule. I need some help figuring out something different to do with my routine. And so I I had put like for me on a daily basis, I am doing dishes after every single meal not Mm -hmm. at the end of the day like after every single meal and so even though that's not it's not as i feel like it's not as time consuming when it's only a small amount of dishes i'm getting done like Mm -hmm. like one at a time one one meal at a time as opposed to them piling up by the end of the day 
And then it makes things a lot more difficult for me to maintain like a clean kitchen, that sort of thing. Because yeah. a dirty kitchen really stresses me out a lot. So um, my my heart that I choose, what I choose to spend a lot of my time and energy is trying to make sure I we don't eat out very often also. Mm-hmm. We have recently... I don't even know why. I think because we were sick and I, I just neither, none of us had a lot of energy to cook. Yeah. So we were just naturally eating out. Um, but me choosing to do the dishes very often on a regular basis, that is one thing that keeps me sane. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then along with that, it's like having the essentials. Like if, if, Everything has just blown up. Life is just absolutely <laughs> crazy. Like you have to figure out what are the essentials for yes. your family mm-hmm. throughout the week. Usually for me, it's laundry, um, dishes, make sure people are fed. Yes. Somehow, some way. <laughs> I don't care how, if that means peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> if it means or you're coming Taco over Bell. and eating my dinner. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> I ask my mom if she has leftovers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Truly. No, yeah. And that's why I think it's important to have a community, especially if you're not close with your family. Like, having a community so that you're like, hey, I dropped the ball for dinner. What are you making? (laughs) You know? I have veggies I can contribute in that. I have corn that I can bring. Man, we've Um, been in those situations too many times. Yeah. (laughs) I think, yeah. No, that's a really good point. mm -hmm. Um, I think, too, like... There, we have some listeners that are in the stage where they have elementary school children. So I want to kind of address that. If you, if homeschooling is a big part of your day, oh yeah, don't burden yourself with cleaning the entire house at the end of a full day of homeschooling. Like yeah. that's like choosing your heart. If your heart is you have multiple children that are that need all of your time and attention, like maybe practicing the art of baking is not. You know, like, it's not a part maybe of not that on day. Your radar. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Or yeah. maybe tending to the garden is not on your radar. You know or, what I mean? Or if you are homeschooling, Ayo. then make it like a, a home economics. Home ex. Hey. <laughs> Honestly, my mom, baking, my mom took let the full kids advantage oh, totally. of us being homeschooled. And like, because obviously we had schoolwork to do, but then on the flip side we were learning how to be little homemakers at the same time doing laundry at eight years old exactly however old yeah making our own meals making our own lunch because like we're if you're capable do it and do it and we were doing that really (laughs) young too so yeah Yeah. that's definitely a way that we can delegate um and two, if you if you're in a situation where you do work outside of the home and then you come home after a full day of work don't burden yourself with making a five-star meal every day when you come home. Like, just focus on making something super simple and nutritious, like something that's going to feed your family. Like, and sometimes, like Marcel said, they're eating something, you know? Like, I feel like food can be such a... I feel like we can tie, we can have moral yeah. moral ties to We've food We've talked about also. that a lot in our um, intuitive um, body, eating, yeah, body, positivity. body positivity and yeah. intuitive eating podcast. But when... um. If you are feeding your family and they are fed, bless. Like, mm-hmm. okay. There are some people who are not on. as fortunate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like, yes, of course we want to feed our family healthy meals and maybe they didn't get a veggie that night, but they eat dinner. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so, and it's not that we don't want better for ourselves. Like, obviously we should always be pursuing, you know, better for ourselves and not just dealing with, you know, what we have, you know, but. I feel like we can't tie, like you said, tie me being a good wife and mother to making this perfect meal for my family every yeah. night. Are so again, choosing your heart. If you ch- if your heart groups. was working most of the day, mm-hmm. come home and love on those babies. Come home and spend time with your husband. And even if that means they didn't have veggies with their dinner, whatever. Yeah. If you are that like. You chose your heart for the day. You come home, and now it's time to be home focused. And your your relationships are mm. the biggest, biggest priority, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, uh, also consider maybe a more sustainable and attainable cleaning schedule. For example, like Marcel was saying, like I need laundry done. I need to feed my family. The rest of the things can maybe wait. Yeah. So along with um 
what we were kind of commenting back and forth on the post I was talking about earlier on our Facebook group. Um, besides, I do, so like Mondays, I'll do laundry all day. Mm-hmm. It's literally from like 8 o'clock a.m. to like 10 p.m. So that's when, your hard for Monday. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is my hard for Monday. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll do like a small load on Thursday just to kind of like make sure it doesn't get too crazy right. by the time Monday comes around. Um. So along with that, when it comes to besides my kitchen, which is usually something I try to keep clean on a very, very regular basis because I'm in there so often making stuff throughout the day, usually for Seth, because he's just like you were saying, like a human garbage disposal. Yeah, truly. (laughs) Everything else, I don't clean it unless I visibly see that it's dirty. And that is just the place that I'm in in my life. Now, this last time that we were, when we were sick, I kind of cleaned pretty recently before that, but I just decided I'm going to wipe, do a Mm -hmm. quick wipe of everything down. When it comes to that sort of thing, if you're trying to like disinfect from something like that, that's That's a little bit different. But like on a regular basis, like I don't, sometimes I just don't clean the bathroom for a couple of weeks. Right. Or the, the bedrooms don't get vacuumed for like a month. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like nobody's getting hurt no. by it. And like I'm I'm still able to keep it. It doesn't up with mean that things. it's not gonna get done. It's just not gonna get done it's right just then not and there. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So like a a regular actual cleaning schedule, like a full blown cleaning schedule is just not in the works for me right now. And it yeah. probably won't be for a long time. Yeah. And I've come to accept that. And you know what? It's okay. Yeah. And I don't feel bad. No, and you shouldn't. And I shouldn't. <laughs> Nobody I should. should. Bad. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think the biggest takeaway from that is doing the necessary work yes. on a regular basis and then maybe choose a day in the future that you will maybe do a deeper clean or maybe yes. it's mm-hmm. a Saturday morning and you ask your husband like, hey, like, do you think that we can do a deep clean together and yeah. like throw a podcast on or some too, music for and, sure. and it'll get done so much faster that we can enjoy the rest of the day, you know, like just being able to plan so you know those things are going to get done it's not going to happen today but if it if for your brain you need to be able to like figure out what day <laughs> is that going to happen sometimes you know that's just a better way to not be stressed about it and go to bed and have peace that it's going to get done on saturday or it's going to get done on a different week it's fine you know yes yeah so yeah um and then just to wrap it up um marcella did touch on on this a lot earlier but ask for help. Ask for help. Being able to be more homemaking focused instead of housekeeping focused might mean that you discuss with your husband how they can help you during the week or discussing with him how you can maybe delegate your work to your children. Obviously Mm -hmm. age appropriate. We're not going to have Seth be mopping the floors. I mean, he probably would love to, but it would be so counterproductive. (laughs) Yeah. But if you have children that are old enough to handle Mm -hmm. certain small tasks that you can just check off your list and be like, you know, this child loves dusting. I'm going to give them a duster. And they're, if it's not perfect, whatever. They're they learning. did it. They're <laughs> you know? learning. They're learning to take care of their space, which yeah, is totally Yeah, and then totally praising them. Important. And then, so I think in that situation, praising them for doing the work well and then showing them, how about next time we lift the items that are on the shelf before we dust it? Mm. That way we can get all the dust on the shelves. You know what I mean? So yeah. being like, instead of saying it like, wasn't perfect oh, like this, this wasn't it. And you know what I mean? You didn't get it do- good because then we're not encouraging that's them to a, enjoy yeah, cleaning. That's a really good point. And that's something I, I definitely, as Seth kind of got older, he's becoming more independent. His motor skills are, they've developed a lot more. So he's able to do things like help me put, put, put the laundry in the dryer. And like, sometimes mm-hmm. he'll like sweep the floor a little bit just because he sees me doing it because he's home with me all the time. Mm-hmm. He just wants to be involved. Yeah. And so when I'm like laser focused on trying to get something done with cleaning, laundry, whatever it may be, and he wants to join in, I have to switch modes. I yes. have to go. F- I have to go from is this going to be a productive moment or a teaching moment? Absolutely. And most of the time, it they're not in the same boat. Because no. <laughs> me teaching him and him doing it himself, it's probably not going to get done properly as, or as quote, quickly unquote. as you wanted it to be. Yes. Yeah. So. That's a really good point with with ha- having your kids help you with the the daily tasks, weekly yeah. weekly cleaning tasks. So totally. 
Awesome. Well, I think we covered everything that we wanted to cover. Yeah. So why don't we take a quick break and we'll come back with this week's homemaking fail. I don't know about you, but I'm always on the hunt for a convenient shopping experience. However, too much of the stuff we buy today is made without any thought of how it will affect our families and the world tomorrow. What if there was an all-around better way to shop? With the convenience that we all want and the confidence that everything is made, packaged, and shipped sustainably. Earth Hero is exactly that. Earth Hero is a one-stop shop for all your sustainable and eco-friendly products. They have so many products, ranging from beauty supplies, cleaning products, homeware, clothing, baby essentials, and so much more. Join us today on our sustainable journey by using promo code YOUNGANDWIFEDUP for 10% off your entire purchase. Make sure to click the Earth Hero link on our website at youngandwifedup.com to start shopping today. Okay, so I chose this one because I have a story after. Uh Well, not a story, maybe like an ongoing thing that happens in our home. But Marcella, can you please read our homemaking fail from Lynn? Yes. So Lynn. Oh, oh, Lynn. (laughs) She says, I was trying to fix a clog in the bathroom sink and lost the drain snake down the pipe. How does that even happen? Did it just like slip out of her hand? Probably. Probably. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, she continues, we had to take the whole thing apart and use strategic maneuvering with a coat hanger to get it out, and it didn't fix the clog. So, all of that (laughs) for nothing. You know, I've used the the little snake drained things Mm -hmm. before, and they're kind of slippery, I will admit. So And they're kind of small, like they're thin, so if, like, you don't have a good firm handle on it, but... But I the fact not. that you tried using it and it didn't even fix the clog, like, that's hey, just a... Look at her being just a so lose creative lose. with a coat hanger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I would just give up and be like, I'm calling a plumber. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. Okay, so what was your story? So, Lynn, you, you reminded me that one thing that Ryan blesses us with on a regular basis <laughs> is cleaning out all of the clogged sinks and bathtubs. And if you have a weak stomach, don't listen any further. So poor Ryan, I don't know what it is. He is such, God has blessed me with a man that will take care of the gross things that I don't want to take care of like that. That is it. And the garbage disposal. Oh, I cannot, cannot. The smell, putting your hand in there. No way, no way. He does it. Thank you, Jesus, for my husband. He's so great. So (laughs) on a regular basis, and he has he has it down. He has a he has a process. Okay, he puts on his mask, his mask that he wears out. Okay, <laughs> his mask. Yeah, he, he puts on his mask. He oh, gets, is it that bad? Yes, he oh. gets his plastic bag for all of the matter because we don't know Ooh. what it is sometimes. And he goes in there and he closes the door. And he gets it done in the bathroom, in the in the bathtub or the sink. And I always hear him gagging, <laughs> like full on about to throw up gagging. And then he'll be in there for maybe 20 minutes. Oh, wow. That's oh, yeah. a long time. No, he's doing it. He's doing it. And why, again, wait, why doesn't he just like do the... Um, Drano? You, yeah. So the problem with that is our pipes in our apartment are very old. So oh. it doesn't really do anything. And if it did, it probably would like compromise the integrity of the pipes. Have you tried? Or did they tell we have you not before? To? We have before and they said it's probably best that you don't. So anyway, we're listening to our people that own our apartment, whatever. So anyway, all that to say, he does the work and then he'll come out like he came out of battle every time with his, <laughs> the plastic bag filled with everything, his drained snake and his mask on. And he'll be like, it's done. And I'll be like, are you okay? He's like, I'll be okay. And it's always like this <laughs> a traumatic big, experience. It always is traumatic. But because oh I feel gosh. so bad, I only wash my hair like twice a week, barely. Yeah, but and you have it so much still of it. happens. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ryan. I love you so much. Thank you so much. I literally, if he didn't do it, no, it wouldn't get done. <laughs> I would literally be flooded taking a shower. I refuse. There's some things. I'm sure there's and some things. And it's your own you. hair. No, too. I won't. Because it's not just hair. It's, it's like true. other things that I we cannot identify. Ew. Anyway, so all that to say, thank you, Ryan, because I know you're listening because you're editing the podcast. And <laughs> yeah, if you are a woman that does that, no problem. 
can you please tell or me? Or if you have some tips for for our issue draining yeah if we can't use draino can we use something else but yeah anyway so um i don't think i'll ever do it unless ryan died then just call jed and then he'll go and do it yeah if ryan died i'll call jed and have him do it because i (laughs) there are just a couple things i that you refuse refuse to do yeah yeah yeah. no i get that i totally get that because he gags but i would actually throw up (laughs) (laughs) you would would take it a step further (laughs) you would be go to the next level but the fact that he comes out like he was coming back from nom like literally like he's coming back from war comes out with like like his eyes all glossed over you know anyway thank you guys for listening today make sure you join our facebook group do our website yes do our spring challenge and we'll talk to you guys next week bye guys Thank you.